0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening everybody and live from FEMA headquarters. It's the Fourth and Inches <laughs> show with Jana and the Sherpa. Jana, how are you this evening? And more importantly, how did uh, you survive um our our Hurricane Sandy or superstorm this weekend?
1: Uh it definitely wasn't, you know, the normal weekend. Uh definitely didn't see any of the Monday night game. <laughs> And we got our power back yesterday, which is awesome. We're way ahead of most of New Jersey, and uh hurricane couldn't keep us down, even though we were in the two most battered states.
0: <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I was pretty fortunate here in the northern tip of Manhattan, not to get much. But, uh, again, your thoughts and prayers with those that are uh, in the areas that are more seriously affected than uh, our hometowns happen to be. But, uh, anyway... Yeah, the NFL is going to go on with the show this weekend, and so are we, even though they did push the trading deadline back a couple of days. But uh, it should be another wild weekend, and I, I didn't keep track of the three games we disagreed on last week. Do you remember how we did? Obviously, the Kansas City game, I got wrong and you got right.
1: Yeah, let me look. So we had that one. We also were different in Tampa Bay, Minnesota. I had Tampa Bay, so, okay, so I'm that worked two. out okay for me. Yeah. <laughs> and Indy, Tennessee, we differed on. So, and, eh.
0: and I think I picked Indy for that one.
1: Yeah, and I okay. explicitly so, continue right.
0: so <laughs> to co-edit. All you went on a split decision, then. I'm not a totally <laughs> Ignoramus then, which is good to know. No, so we can no, do could show, have been way but, worse. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have a. How about those Cowboys? Oh, we'll get to that later. Oh, but uh, oh. anyway, So why don't you tell people how to get in touch with us?
1: Uh, yeah, we'll be here for a full hour until 10:30 p.m. Eastern time, as we are every Wednesday night, uh, rain or shine. Apparently, <laughs> and you can have your voice heard, have your questions answered, or just you know, call in and talk to us, whatever, float your boat, a number of different ways. Give
0: us your um, leftover Halloween candy.
1: Yeah, unless you're, you know, dressed up like Tony Romo, you might be fumbling your Halloween candy this week or throwing it to other children, but um, well, you, you can call us Well, you might be putting your that. hand down in the wrong places
0: <laughs> and smushing it.
1: So bad, it's so bad. I'm I'm not bitter about it at all, obviously, um you can call us at three four seven six seven seven one six zero eight. That's three four seven six seven seven one six zero eight. Or you can email us at the number four THN inches show at gmail dot com. That's the number four THN inches show at gmail dot com. Or you can tweet us at the number four THN inches show. That's the same handle as our email, the number four THN inches show. Uh the chat room is open on blogtalkradio.com radio dot com slash The number four THN inches show. Uh, We also all week long are on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page at fantasyfootballsherpa.com and on our personal Twitter accounts as well. I do want to say a quick thank you to Liz and John over at the X's and Y's podcast for having me on this past week. If you missed it, go check it out. It was a lot of fun. Um, And for us this week, we have our waiver wire picks, as always, for you at every position. We're going to take a look at all 14 games this week. Again, we're going through another bye week, and we have the Jets, Rams, 49ers, and Patriots not available to you this week, so you definitely lost some offensive power. uh and the with Jets, the Jets. So, <laughs> um, but we'll we'll give you all the advice on who to start in place of some of those players, and see how we do in our differences this week.
0: <laughs> all right. So quarterback-wise, who who's hot on your waiver-wire list for this week, Janice?
1: Um, two very familiar names. Josh Freeman in Tampa Bay has uh, what I think is going to be a really nice matchup for him this week against Oakland. Matt Hasselback with Tennessee. It uh, came out this week that Jake Locker actually has a fracture in his shoulder. He's not even cleared for contact yet. Um, and they're playing in Chicago which it's a tougher defense, but I think he can still do a little damage there. And this is a one-week-only waiver pick, and that is John Skelton freshly back from his own injury in Arizona. Green Bay gave up 303 passing yards to Blaine Gabbert and the Jacksonville Jaguars, so
0: That's I, hard I mean,
1: Skelton has to do something. Um and Sherpa, real quick, give us your picks, and then we have a caller with a question for us.
0: Sure. The only ones that I would add to your list are, um, believe it or not, Matt Castle in Kansas oh. City going up against oh. San Diego. <laughs> I can I can hear the disgust coming across the line. And then um, <laughs> and then if if he starts, I'm not sure what's going on with Ryan Tannehill yet. But if he starts against Indianapolis' yeah. defense, I like Matt Moore as well. So. Those are those are my two. So why don't we get to the call then?
1: All right. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Hey guys,
2: we we got Jersey here. Got a quick question. <laughs> I'm in a dilemma where I got Brady off this week, and I thought Foles might be my ah. starter, but Andy Reed kind of nixed that. The problem
1: I, have I, is I keep you know, hoping that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I
2: can't wait because if I was Foles and he didn't start me this week, I'd say, you know, Andy, wait till next year to start me because you'll be in San Diego. Vic won't be here. <laughs> They're going to start me. Let me go against Orleans. He's kind of weak. Let me get my, you know, get my exactly. feet wet. Uh, we pulse one at, at one area, or one area, and then at the other. He, mm-hmm. he needs to be gone. He's not a good coach. He can't play. He doesn't know how to uh, scheme things and stuff. So I, you know, no. it's it's it, 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 he's got to go. But my dilemma is since Brady's on a buy and he doesn't have focus mm-hmm. in there, um, I got an option where there's Skelton against Green Bay. He's you know, he's on on the waiver wire. You got Wilson mm-hmm. going against Minnesota and Seattle. I don't like Ponder going against Seattle. You know, I, I don't like Castle against San Diego. I'm using San Diego's mm-hmm. defense this week since the forty nine is out. And I'm not sure about Hasselback. I mean Hasselback is is playing Chicago in Tennessee. But also you have Blaine Gabbard available but I forget who he's going against. He's going against Detroit. He's
1: got Detroit, yeah. Yeah um, so out of that think, group
2: there, you get a point every 20 yards. You get six mm-hmm. points for a passing touchdown, 10 points for a rushing touchdown. When you hit 300 yards passing, you get four bonus points, 358 more bonus points and so forth. So it is kind of heavy bonus points for quarterbacks, too. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Ah, it's a tough week for the bonuses. <laughs> but yeah. um, I I think matchup-wise, my favorite of your uh, available quarterbacks would probably be John Skelton, because that Green Bay defense can give up some points, and his run game's a little shaky, so he's going to have to throw. Um, Matt Hasselbeck's got the... It looks like he has Chris Johnson back, so they're going to be a little more balanced. But what do you Mm -hmm. think, Scott?
0: I I would actually go with Hasselbeck there, because I don't think that Tennessee's going to be able to run much against Chicago's defense. Chicago's pass defense isn't as strong, so... And Hasselbeck and the Titans past game are much improved uh, since Jake Locker got hurt. So I, I think Hasselbeck is your best option for this week. Okay, and do you think?
2: Pick. Yeah, do you think do you think Gabber, even though he threw for three hundred and some yards, he's only
0: throwing? No, I I, I don't like that matchup with um, with Detroit. I don't like that matchup with Detroit's yeah. defense. I'm worried. I don't think I'm worried about, about his.
1: His shoulder, if he gets hit once or twice pretty good, he may may sit down for a little while, and that's what scares me about that. I don't think they're going to be
0: able to stop Detroit's offense, so they're going to have to throw. Detroit's going to know it's coming, and I just don't think that's a real recipe for uh, being an effective quarterback.
2: Now, do do you think think Arizona, I mean, is going to have to pass a lot too because Green Bay's going to have to pass against uh, Arizona, anyhow, but that offensive of line's kind of banged up. I do like Skelton's receivers, but Skelton's only one for four this year—one touchdown, four mm-hmm. interceptions. Can he throw a 300-yard game? Probably. Um, I guess you he could. Green Bay, maybe. Yeah. 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 Green Bay's only given up, I think, two two passing touchdowns in the last two or three games. I think. So
1: they're not giving up. Yeah, much but they did. They did give up 300 yards to Blaine Gabbert, though.
2: So right, there's definitely right. pass
1: yards to be had, and he his right. wide receivers definitely aren't as good as Larry Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald.
2: Correct, correct. Now the last question: Do you think Green Bay could knock him out? I mean, Green Bay's defense. That's what people are saying. You got to watch with Skelton because Skelton in my league has the most opportunity. I think it's 18 points he can get, <laughs> and then then maybe Wilson at 17. I like I, I had Wilson on my bench when I drafted before but I dropped him figuring right down the road folks maybe would get the nod today. But the problem with, yeah. with he manages Wilson manages the team well but I don't know mm-hmm. and he does play He's better not at home, a big point. Are. He's not giving yeah. big points there, but his best games have been at home and they are playing Minnesota at Seattle. So that's why I was mm-hmm. wondering I don't know how Skelton's gonna be and, and Skelton's not a rookie as Wilson is and that's why I was figuring, you know, Hasselback, Hasselback's Hasselback. He used to be good, but mm-hmm. you never know what you get with Hasselback too. So <laughs> not a lot to choose from. It's slim picking. So I figured, let me. It is. It's a tough one for
0: quarterback.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I, I actually like
0: Ponder and Wilson both better than Skelton this week, but uh, I know you, you you had already crossed them off of your list, but uh, yeah, I, 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 was th-
2: I was I was I was thinking between Skelton, uh, Wilson, and maybe Gabbard if if it would be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were my. They were my I think Ponder. I'm like, he ain't gonna touch him with Seattle's defense playing tough at home. They're a different defense on the road uh, versus at home. Seattle's pretty tough there. The last question in both my legs. Um, I mean, my, my my starting kicker. I have I have uh, you know uh, Graham in one, Hanson in another, and my backup in both legs has been Harley. And I never usually ask kicker questions. I usually don't don't worry. But in these legs, you can get some nice points with these bonuses with kickers for longer field goals. Now Swoesum has made 16 out of 17 field goal attempts this year as where uh, Hartley's been seven out of nine because they seem to be New Orleans has always gone for the sixth because they're down. Now, as my backup kicker, do you like me dropping uh, Hartley and picking up um, Sweezeman in both my legs? Because I've been using Hanson in one and I've been using Graham in the other because both of those teams Mm -hmm. usually sputter. They have a good run well. Pittsburgh has a good running I mean, game and so, and so does Texas, but
1: Graham's got a good a good matchup this week against right. Buffalo. I mean they they could put up fifty points on them. So you, yeah, I would I'm, probably still start Graham this week, but I, I agree right. with you. I don't think I don't think that Hartley's doing you too much good as a, a backup option. I think there are probably better ones on the waiver wire for you.
2: And and the better one seems to be in both my legs is the best one is um Sweezum, <laughs> Sweezum yeah. was giving me like mm. Like 78 points in one, Hartley was forty six, and I think mm-hmm. I think Suizem was like sixty six points on one leg, and Hartley would have been forty six. So I have Hartley as my backup yeah. in both. So I was wondering, do I drop Hartley in both my legs and add Swoeson to my to my you know, to not to my lineup but to my bench yeah. and use going forward as the matchups play. You know what I mean? Do you like Swoeson better than Hartley?
1: I think I yeah,
2: do. He's, he's getting the opportunities that. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh seems to put points up, but they're sputtering too. As with New Orleans you yeah. keep on for the sixes because they're down so much. Yeah,
1: yeah, they they're they're always down. Their defense is terrible. <laughs> yeah,
2: they
0: are. <laughs> now, do you Although have to they, carry they, they a backup kicker or no? Yeah, you have to carry a backup kicker.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, you
2: have to carry. Both
0: of your guys have been on buys already. Graham and Hanson have had buys right. already, but right. so the chances on are that you're not going to be using them much. But yeah. I actually would stick with Hartley just because I think that that offense is going to generate more opportunities you know, for the kicker going forward than Pittsburgh as well. But, um, yeah, again, it's a kicker, so yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't put too much thought into it, and it's a backup kicker at that.
2: Well they've been giving the whole thing is like I look at like like for instance like, like Sweden's been putting some points up I was surprised he's been averaging seven points a game. He's been doing eleven, mm-hmm. eleven, twelve, thirteen, as where Hartley's been five, six, four. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, why he's, and he's I he's mean, just probably, getting
1: those point afters, nothing really.
2: Exactly, beyond that. exactly. Now when my one leg used to give us two points for an extra point, then a the guy like Hartley would be ideal. You know what I mean? But when mm-hmm. you need people whose offense sputters that gets that that puts points on the board but sputters, you need a team that has a running game, like a Pittsburgh, like a Texas, I'm surprised that I'm getting a lot of points out of out of, out of Detroit because they don't have a running game, but they sputter. I mean, you know, Gronkowski, he's always up their top because they got a running game. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you look at these teams that have a good running game, halfway decent, their kickers are pretty good. Acres, they got Gore. Mm-hmm. So the running game and kickers seem to go hand in hand. You know what I mean? So, and who yeah. has a good defense? Yeah. Kai Forbath
0: is another one in Washington. I don't know if he's available, but he's been doing quite well lately, and they certainly have that recipe of a, of a good running game and an inconsistent Who's uh, passing who, game.
2: Who was the kicker for Washington?
0: Ty Forbath. They just picked him up a couple weeks ago when they um, when they cut, um was the compass, I think.
2: Okay, I'll have look and uh, I'll look and see what's what. Hey, last question. I'm thinking about benching uh, Julio Jones this week. And using and using uh uh because Dem- i 'cause I'm gonna go with cruise. I've noticed I've noticed it's been a pattern. I mean I got twenty eight points from Julio this week. I got my fourth weekly high. Um seems mm-hmm. like Julio Jones stud at home, stud on the road. It seems like they they've been they've been doing Roddy White at home and Julio on the road. If you look at his trend, his is all his great games are on the road. He's been a dud against uh, at home, um, and Demarius Moore looks like he's doing pretty good. What do you think of that? Because I'm six and two in both legs, and I'm you know I'm gutsy that way to to, to change things up. Um, because I'm going to get the I think guy. A bigger more.
0: concern rather than the home and road trends would just be that Dallas's pass defense is is pretty, pretty good. darn good. So you yeah. know that that would be my biggest argument for uh, passing on on Jones this week.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely gonna get run over by more by Michael Turner and Jaquez Rogers than uh, by Julio Jones. I think this week.
2: That's what I figured. That's what I kind of figured on there because Demaryius Moore is supposed to have a pretty good matchup this week, and like I said, uh, I mean he's been doing well. Yeah, they're going against Tampa
0: Bay's pass defense, which is pretty much nonexistent. So (laughs)
2: Julio, Julio, Julio is this year's Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson last year caught touchdowns (laughs) at home. Couldn't couldn't touch it. Couldn't score no points on the road. Julio can't do nothing at home. Does it on the road? He's just the opposite of what of what George did last year. And I guess there, and there's trends. I mean, you talk. It's been eight games already. We went into the you know the the ninth week, mm-hmm. and there's trends, especially with Julio and stuff, when work working out that way. So i not that I'm superstitious, but you know you kind of <laughs> want to play your studs. But he, yeah, he, he, he's been okay this year. But for a guy that was drafted supposedly drafted as high as he was supposed to go. You have other receivers that are actually doing better than him, like Cruz and other guys that weren't supposed mm-hmm. to – I mean, this is good, but Julio was supposed to be the man, you know what I mean?
0: Right, uh, right. That's
2: what I was wondering. But I'll let you guys go. Okay. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Best of luck to All you right, guys. All right, thanks for a lot. so much for calling.
0: Let us yep. know how you good make out with the – Yeah,
2: Sure will, guys. You take All care right. and uh, ha- have have a, have a good week this week. Take care.
0: Thanks,
2: you thanks. too.
0: Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, so like we said, if you've got questions, feel free to call us or tweet us with them, and we're happy to answer them. Um, Let's jump back into our waiver wire picks real quick. Uh, You know what? I'm just
0: thinking maybe we should do the games first, and then if we have time at the end, uh, finish off the waiver wire. I'd hate to get caught short of the barrel with the games at the end.
1: We'll get wild and mix it up. I like it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Go (laughs) off-ramp here, off-road here, and see what happens.
1: All right, let's look at Thursday night.
0: Okay, Thursday night game this week is Kansas City at San Diego. And both of these offenses have been pretty anemic, um, to say the least, this year. That's a nice way of putting
1: it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they haven't been very good, put it that way. But um, Mm -hmm. I think that... Kansas City's running game is a little bit more dependable than San Diego's passing game at this point, so I'm going to go with Kansas City to take this game 20 to 17, and I know that you're going to disagree with me on this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going San Diego. Um, but I, I this is not a game I'm excited for really in any way, shape, or I don't form. Think the this players are they're...
0: excited for it either. <laughs>
1: Um, but it is on Thursday night, so really we're all going to watch it anyway. Um, Fantasy-wise for Kansas City, uh, it's, you know, anybody's guess who's going to be a quarterback from one week to the next. Last week we were all being assured that, yes, Brady Quinn wasn't going to be looking over his shoulder. Matt Castle, it was his job, and then he gets knocked out right away with a concussion. So now we're back to Matt Castle um I really only like him as a second quarterback option there's not huge points to be had here quarterback wise um I am starting running back Jamal Charles who uh, there's no way he only gets five carries this week especially for how embarrassingly it was handled after the game I'm looking at you Romeo Cornell uh I am starting wide receiver Dwayne Bowe but none of the other wide receivers no tight end no defense but I am going to start the kicker I know how you love Kansas City kicker Sherpa
0: Oh, now, well, never mind. <laughs> I was going to make a bad pun on the Kansas City Kicker's name, but I've done that too many Probably times. Probably not family so,
1: friendly there. <laughs> no.
0: So um, for San Diego, quarterback Philip Rivers, one last time, go ahead and start him. Ryan, Running back Ryan Matthews, start him. Wide receiver Malcolm Floyd, tight end Antonio Gates, and the defense. You can start all of them with confidence. Running back Ronnie Brown had a lot of receptions last week. He's and had a lot of receptions the last few weeks. Go ahead and start him as a flex player if you must. Wide receiver Robert Meacham, questionable with a hamstring injury, Is best to flex option. Keep kicker Nick Novak on your bench this week and Don't start wide receiver Eddie Royal either. He's doubtful with a hamstring injury.
1: All right. Pretty easy.
0: Yeah. So let's move along then to the first of the Sunday games. We've got Baltimore at Cleveland. And... This one, I think, is actually going to be really high-scoring. Cleveland, I think we all know that their defense is not their strong suit if they have one. But Baltimore's defense, especially their pass defense, hasn't been very good this year. And Cleveland's actually got a semblance of a passing game now with Brandon Whedon and Josh Gordon and Greg Little and all. So I think Baltimore wins this game, but I think it's higher scoring than most people think. I'll go Baltimore 40, Cleveland 30.
1: Wow. Um... You know I as shocking as it may sound i I actually picked Brandon Weedon to score more fantasy points the rest of the way than Alex Smith when I was on the podcast earlier this week, and it just the matchups he has down the road even even going against this Baltimore defense, I agree with you, I think he can put some points up. I'm not gonna you know put all of my hopes and dreams in the Brandon Weeden basket, but He's been better than I know I expected him to be.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't um, bench Aaron Rodgers for him this weekend, but I still like him. No, I wouldn't. Let's not get that
1: crazy, but, you know, I can admit or I Peyton was wrong Manning. about him early on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Baltimore, my Super Bowl pick, has been kind of looking a little little rough around the edges. I think they bounced right, back that's not happening. I, um Yeah, all right. <laughs> go back to Kansas City. <laughs> I'm still that, that starting Joe Flacco. <laughs>
0: Can't get I'm on starting Joe Flacco. I'm
1: starting Ray Rice. Um I'm starting Tory Smith this week. We all remember he had that big week, week four against Cleveland. Uh he had something like fifteen targets before the bye week. He just they they were trying to get the ball to him more and I like it. I want to capitalize that on this on that this week, even though Cleveland is no slouch when it comes to pass defense. I am still starting Anquan Bolden, but not Jacoby Jones. I'm not starting tight end Dennis Pitta, who I'm very disappointed in lately. Yes to the defense and no to the kicker.
0: All right. For Cleveland, um, I would start wide receivers Josh Gordon and Greg Little and tight end Ben Watson, kicker Phil Dawson. Those are all good starts this week. Quarterback Brandon Whedon, probable with a groin injury. He's a second quarterback option for me. Running back Trent Richardson, questionable with his ribs. Flex option for me as our wide receivers, Travis Benjamin and Josh Cooper. Running backs, Chris Ogbenaya and Montario Hardesty, keep them on your bench. Ogbenaya is probable with a rib injury. Keep wide receivers Josh Cribb and Mohamed Massaqua on your bench. Massaqua upgraded from questionable to probable with his hamstring injury this week, but you still don't want to start him. Tight end uh, Jordan Cameron in the defense should also be on your bench this week.
1: I can live with that.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm glad. So now moving right along, Arizona at Green Bay. Arizona, the, I don't care who's starting at quarterback for that offense. That offense is is Jacksonville bad right now, and it's hard to believe that they Ooh. won their first four games, but I think this is a blowout. That's Arizona's so <laughs> defense is okay, but uh, what part of that didn't you uh, agree with, or what part of that is mean? I just
1: I, sure, I, Jacksonville offense bad. Oh, that's harsh. Um, all, right, all right, I'll make I, you
0: I, a friendly <laughs> prediction that Jacksonville's offense will okay. score more points than Arizona's this weekend. But back to this game, I will I take think Green that. Bay, I will
1: take that wager.
0: <laughs> okay, um, write it down, and we'll check it for next weekend. So, and uh, Green Bay wins this game easily. Arizona has a decent pass defense, which will keep it respectable. But I think it's Green Bay twenty-four.
1: Arizona 7. Well, okay, I think I think they can make it a little more respectable. I do think that Green Bay wins this pretty handily. And granted, I I think John Skelton has gotten a lot of good practice at running for his life behind that offensive line, which is I mean, I could play on it. It's so bad. But I to practice. No, but he's great at it now. He's well rested. I, <laughs> I just think that they're not as terrible as you think they are. I don't think they're all that great, but they're not that bad.
0: Derek um, Anderson would... be an upgrade on him.
1: No. <laughs> this is awful. I, I would say you're Sean Skelton only as a, a second quarterback. I'm, I'm ignoring you now. I'm finishing this. Um, it's probably best to stay away from all of the running backs. Uh, it. They didn't look great last week, from what I understand, since I had no power. Um, but that was San Francisco's defense, which, you know, holds good runners down, and these are not elite runners. But LaRod stevens Howling, if you really absolutely had to start one, would be the one I'd go with. Uh, start Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Roberts is an interesting choice at flex because they're going to have to throw a lot. And Green Bay is liable to give up some points in the air. If they're Jacksonville bad, they could still still get 300 passing yards. So there's that. Um, Don't start the tight end, but I'm still starting the defense and the kicker if you need an Arizona defense on a bye week. I'm not saying, you know, sit a good defense for them, but I don't think Green Bay is going to put up 60 points on them like maybe you feel like
0: they are. I don't think that, no, they're not going to put up 60 points. I don't think they'll even manage half of that, but uh, we'll see. For Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers, probably the calf injury start him. He could beat Arizona with no calves, much less one and a half. Running back um, Alex Green is a start for me as our wide receivers, uh, James Jones and Randall Cobb. Wide receiver and the defense, start Green Bay's defense. Wide receiver Jordy Nelson, I almost overlooked the obvious there. Wide receiver Jordy Nelson, he's questionable with a hamstring injury, so he's at best a flex option. Same thing, tight end Jermichael Finley, flex option, questionable with a shoulder injury. Mason Crosby is okay for this week. Running backs James Starks, Brandon Sane, John Kuhn. Keep them all on your bench. Kuhn is questionable with a hamstring injury. Wide receiver Greg Jennings is out for yet another week with his groin injury. and uh, He
1: can't even age- have surgery yet because he can't get to Philadelphia to have it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> We did well, not they- see
1: him this year because of the hurricane.
0: Yes. And um, wide receiver Donald Driver, questionable with a bad neck. And, yeah, I think Father Time has uh, wreaked havoc on his body. And he. Probably not somebody you're going to start from here on out, but I feel obliged to mention him every week anyway. But maybe we'll give him a break next week.
1: Maybe. We'll see. See how it goes.
0: All right. No. So next game, Buffalo at Houston. There are a lot of mismatches this week, and I think this is another one of them. Buffalo, their offense is better than Arizona's or Jacksonville's, but I'm not sure their defense is Houston should run roughshod over them, and I'll pick them to win by two touchdowns, Houston 31, Buffalo 17.
1: It would not surprise me if Houston put up 40 or 50 points on this Buffalo defense. It just kind of makes me sad to watch Buffalo play right now. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, only a second quarterback if you need to use him this week. Uh, Houston's defense is no joke. (laughs) They will shut him down. Um, The other thing they're really good at, shutting down running backs. So normally Buffalo and their tandem of C.J. Spiller and Fred Jackson and and anybody else who can run in the Buffalo area works out against teams, but not this week. If you had to start one of them, I'd go with C.J. Spiller if you're in a PPR league just because he is going to catch a couple of passes. Um, Probably just stay away from Fred Jackson if you can avoid it. I am inclined to start Stevie Johnson, even though he is in a bit of a touchdown drought, and Houston is not the most favorable matchup, but he's going to get looks. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have to throw the ball a lot. I'm not starting any other wide receivers, but I do like tight end Scott Chandler this week. Definitely do not start the defense, but start the kicker, because they're going to kick field goals.
0: So I take it you like Buffalo to win this game?
1: Uh, Obviously, <laughs> no, not at okay. all. Okay.
0: So for Houston, starting quarterback Matt Schaub, running back Arian Foster, wide receiver Andre Johnson, tight end Owen Daniels, kicker Shane Graham, and the defense. Running back Justin Forsett is a reasonable flex option this week, given how bad Buffalo's defense is. Wide receiver Kevin Walters, tight end Garrett Graham, they're also flex options. Running back Brandon, uh, not Brandon Tate, Ben Tate, uh, wide receivers (laughs) Lester Jean, DeBeer Posing, Keyshawn Martin, those guys should all stay on your bench.
1: Yeah, it's it's not going to be a good game to watch. Unless you're a Houston fan, then I'm sure it'll be awesome.
0: That's true. Or, yeah, Yeah. unless you like seeing Ryan Fitzpatrick run around like the uh, proverbial chicken without his head, but he might be a turducken by the end of that game.
1: Oh, so so bad.
0: Yeah, and it's not even... We still have three shows to go before Thanksgiving after this one, I think, so it's better to get the turducken jokes out of the way.
1: Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Okay,
0: Miami at Indianapolis. This should be a relatively good game. Miami's defense looked really good against the Jets last weekend, but, again, the Jets are descending into Jacksonville bad offense territory, but I think Indianapolis has a much better Offense. Their defense is good enough. I think the backup quarterback plays for Miami but doesn't do quite as well this week. I pick Indianapolis 27 21.
1: I think Ryan Tannehill is going to gut it out and I think he's getting a win. I think Miami is going to beat Indianapolis by a touchdown, even if you have to start Anthony Fasano, which I wouldn't recommend. But uh, like the Sherpa, they scored another Ryan touchdown Tannehill, last week. I'm not ever going to be a believer. Never, ever, ever. (laughs) Um, But Ryan Tannehill is questionable coming into this week. He has a bruised knee and some strained leg muscles from taking a pretty nasty hit early on in the game last week. Matt Moore, much better as a backup quarterback than a starter. So if he has to play, it's not a terrible matchup. The Indy defense likes to give up gifts, um, but just keep in mind it is Matt Moore and it's, you know, only really his second game with this offense. Um, so if Tannehill plays, I'm definitely starting him. Matt Moore I like more as a second quarterback option. Without a doubt, I'm starting Reggie Bush this week. I'm starting Brian Hartline. Um, maybe Devon Best as a flex option. I think he could potentially have a nice game this week. I'm not starting tight end Anthony Fasano. I'm not doing it. Even with this touchdown uh-huh. last week, it's not. I don't like the matchup against the Indy defense, and I think that Bush, Hartline, and Best are going to be all you're going to need from that offense. Um, the Colts defense, there's actually stats to back this up, has given up the fewest points to tight ends of any team in the NFL, and only one tight end has scored only one touchdown by a tight end the entire season. So it's not just my biased hatred of Anthony Fasano; it's real. Um, definitely start the Miami defense and do not start the kicker because this is all touchdowns, no field goals.
0: I'm just observing a moment of silence for your hatred of Anthony Fasano here.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry to Anthony Fasano and his family, but I just I just can't get into it.
0: <laughs> All right, your your obsession or anti obsession with him sounds like my uh, feelings about Derek Anderson and some other players in the past. It's uh,
1: possible. I mean, I didn't so realize the extent of it until this year really started.
0: Which, the um, Anthony Fasano or Derek Anderson?
1: Oh, no, I knew you hated Derek Anderson.
0: (laughs) I don't hate him. I've never met him. I have no reason to dislike him. I just think as a fantasy option, he was never much to begin with, even in his quote-unquote heyday in Cleveland. But uh, anyway, I digress. At least Anthony Fasano has a starting job and actually sees the end zone once in a while. For Indianapolis quarterback um, Andrew Luck, probably with a knee injury, but start him this week. Wide receiver Reggie Wayne, start. And the Indy defense I like as a start whoever's playing quarterback for Miami. Running backs, uh, Vick, the gymnast, Ballard, and uh, Donald Jones are um, flex options for me this week. Uh, wide receivers, Donnie Avery and T.Y. Hilton could also be flex options. Tight ends, Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener could be flex options. Fleener's questionable with a shoulder injury, so check on him if you're going thinking of starting him. And kicker, Adam Vinatieri, I'm okay with this week. Running back, DeLon Carter, should be on your bench. And that's That's my take on Andy.
1: Okay. All right, let's keep rolling.
0: All right, Uh, Chicago at Tennessee. This game, I think, is going to be a pretty entertaining game. I don't think it's going to be the blowout some people think in Chicago's favor. I think Tennessee keeps it close, but I still think Chicago wins. I'll take them by a field goal, Chicago 24, Tennessee 21.
1: I actually agree with you on all aspects of that. So we'll see what actually happens. If we both agree it's probably not a good sign. <laughs> That's right, you
0: can um, go bet on Tennessee heavily now.
1: Yeah, probably a good idea to do that. But uh fantasy wise, I'm not as down on Jay Cutler as I normally am this week. I think he's a good matchup with that Tennessee defense. So I would start him even in a one quarterback league. I'm starting Matt Forte, without a doubt, he's gonna have a huge week. I'm also starting Brandon Marshall and Earl Bennett, but not Devin Hester or any of the other wide receivers, no tight ends. Um, I'm not starting Michael Bush this week, who I normally like as a flex option. I just think it's going to be the Matt Forte show, and there's not going to be garbage time in this game for, for Bush to snipe any red zone looks. Um, I am starting the defense and the kicker, but I do agree I think this is a close game.
0: All right. For Tennessee, quarterback Matt Hasselbeck, uh, based on the conversation we had with our caller before, you can probably guess that I would start him. Wide receivers Kenny Britt and Nate Washington are both probable with knee injuries, but I think they're both good starts. Tight end Jared Cook is a good start. Running back Chris Johnson, I think he's going to have a hard time running against the Chicago defense. He's been a lot better the last few weeks, but I think this is where his string of good performances runs out. Use him as a flex option if you have to. Wide receiver Kendall Wright, flex option, defense okay. Running back Jamie Harper, no. Tight end Craig Stevens, no. Kicker Rob Aronis, no. And quarterback Jake Locker, um, he's still listed as questionable for some reason, although, as Janice said, it sounds like he's going to be lucky to play again this season, much less this week. But uh, in any regard, even if you're in a five-quarterback league, he you, you shouldn't be starting for you this week. <laughs>
1: All right. I think that's a fair assessment.
0: Okay. Detroit at Jacksonville, speaking of quarterbacks, you shouldn't be starting in a five quarterback league. Um, this week I think is regardless of what Gabbard did last week, I think that was a fluke. This week I think he goes back comes back to reality. I don't think they're gonna manufacture much of any offense against Detroit's defense and then this is another game that falls into the blowout bucket. I'll take Detroit Jacksonville twenty, excuse me, thirty-four to seven.
1: I mean, this is definitely one of those games they they cut away from in the second half because it's not competitive enough.
0: Yeah, so, but it's also one of the games that's over early so that they can go catch the end of some other game that's more meaningful.
1: True, true. That's also a possibility. So there's a uh, there's really, it. there's just no doubt that Detroit wins this. There's absolutely no way Blaine Gabbert puts up three hundred yards on this defense. I I really just don't understand how I don't think he can make it through the game against this Detroit defense um, with his shoulder. He's got a separated shoulder, it's his non throwing shoulder, but you get one or two good hits, you get driven into the ground. I don't think we see him for four whole quarters, um, which makes me pretty reluctant to start him. But I'm talking about Detroit, and I'm definitely starting Matt Stafford, I'm starting Michaela Shore, I'm starting Calvin Johnson, I'm starting Titus Young. Uh, I am not starting newly acquired wide receiver Mike Thomas, even though he is playing against his old team. It's a whole four days. He's not going to be an integral part of this offense, no matter how, you know, whatever feelings he may have about the trade. Um, I think that's a great. This will seem like a trade, practice session
0: to him. They should put him in. They should start him. They should bench <laughs> yeah. Calvin Johnson and start him.
1: Okay, let's let's not get crazy here.
0: <laughs> oh, all right.
1: Made- um. But uh, Mike Thomas may be somebody interesting to pick up on the waiver wire to stash for down the road, but not this week. Um, I am starting tight end Brandon Pettigrew, the defense, and the kicker. So pretty much anyone not named Mike Thomas.
0: All right. For uh, for Jacksonville, type start <laughs> tight end Mercedes Lewis if you have to. That's it. Running back Rashad Jennings at best a flex option. Wide receivers Cecil Shorts and Jason Blackman, excuse me, Justin Blackman, those guys are both flex options at best. Quarterback playing Gabbard listed as probable with his shoulder injury. No. Running back Maurice Jones-Drew still questionable with his foot injury. No. Wide receiver Laurent Robinson might play this week. He's probable with his concussion, but even if he does, then that would probably cut into Shorts' time. But... Uh, Keep him on your bench. Kicker Josh Scobie is a no, and the defense is a no.
1: Uh, Josh Scobie does still dress up for Halloween, which we know from the Jaguars' Twitter today. So just, you know, for what that's worth, he's a fun kicker, just not a great option for fantasy football this week.
0: Well, he'd be even more fun if he were on a team that actually got across the opponent's 50-yard line more than once a game, but we'll see.
1: Maybe one day. Maybe one day.
0: Could happen, probably only when he becomes a free agent and he gets cut and signed somewhere else, but we'll see. So next game up is Carolina at Washington. This should be an entertaining game, I think. Neither one of these defenses are overpowering. should be a pretty high-scoring game. Last year's quarterback phenom versus this year's quarterback phenom. I'll go with this year's phenom, Washington 31, Carolina 27.
1: Um, I'm interested to see what Cam Newton will wear and say to his press conference after losing this game because it's been getting zanier every week and I don't feel real good about them winning this game. Uh I just they're, they're probably blame D'Angelo
0: Williams who might not even be on the team anymore by Sunday.
1: Hey, you never know. That's a good one. You should Write that down, Cam Newton. Hold on to that one. Um <clears throat> I do I've think you probably need too. to <laughs> You Excuse probably me. do need to start Cam Newton this week. Not because I think it's all that great of an option normally but if he's going to throw the ball instead of holding on and running with it like he normally does he can get you some points and there are a lot of really bad quarterback matchups this week so you kind of by default have to start cam newton um by the same token i'm starting wide receiver steve smith who inexplicably still has good stats for a a quarterback who's reluctant to throw um I'm starting Jonathan Stewart at running back, but not D'Angelo Williams, who may not even be a Carolina Panther by the time you listen to this broadcast. Um, Brandon LaFell, I think, is an interesting play, like we talked about last week—kind of high, re- high risk, high reward. But somebody's got to catch the ball, and they have to throw a ton to beat this, to even try to beat this Washington team. I'm um, starting tight end Greg Olson, who I think is is has the potential to be a breakout star this week. I think he's got a great matchup. But don't start the defense, don't start the kicker. Like, that's just that's crazy. I'd rather start the Arizona defense.
0: Washington start uh, quarterback Robert Griffin III, start running back Alfred Morris, who is amazingly, I think he's third or fourth in the league in, in rushing. He has
1: survived Shanahan again. It's like he won the Hunger Games. I don't know how he did it, but he did.
0: He did, and there's no sign of a slowdown, at least not this week. I think the Good only thing him. that could derail him this year, knock on wood, would be an injury. I think okay. Shannon's really bought into him, but we'll see. So running back, um, Alfred Morris, wide receiver, Santana Moss, has been resurgent of late. Tight end Logan Paulson seems like he's for real. I don't trust Chris Cooley yet. And as we mentioned to the caller before, kicker Kai Forbass, if you need a kicker for, you know, because, of a bye week. You know, if Greg Deleg is your kicker and he's on a bye, Kai Forbath is a good replacement. Another Uh, good
1: name to replace with. Yeah. And there's something to be said about that.
0: That's right. (laughs) Um, Wide receiver Leonard Hankerson is a flex option for me. The defense is okay. Wide receiver Pierre Garçon figures to miss another week. He's questionable with a foot injury, and I don't trust uh, Chris Cooley yet, so keep him on your bench.
1: All right. Oh, uh, let's
0: look at the late games. Okay, I think we have one more early game, now. Um, oh, so do yeah, we? Oh, we,
1: we do, we do. Yeah, we do. Sorry, we have Denver, uh, Denver and
0: Cincinnati. Cincinnati, which should be another high-scoring, relatively entertaining, but ultimately predictable game. I'll go with Denver and Peyton Manning to win this 35-24. And just as an aside, I mean, Denver... They're getting D.J. Williams back in a couple of weeks. Their offense is starting to hit on all cylinders. If you asked me right now, put a proverbial gun to my head and said which AFC team is going to represent in the Super Bowl, I I think I'd pick Denver right now.
1: I think I would agree. Sorry, Baltimore.
0: (laughs) I don't think it's even sorry, Baltimore. I think it's Houston that would probably have the biggest beef with that, but... uh,
1: I mean, if if there's one thing we know this Denver team can do, it's come back in the fourth quarter. So I I do think they win this game. I think it'll be a competitive game, but I just don't think Cincinnati has the weapons to keep up with Peyton Manning and his gunslinging ways. Um, I'm definitely starting Peyton Manning. I am definitely starting running back Willis McGahee. I think he's got a good matchup this week. Yes to wide receiver Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker. Uh, no to Brandon Stokely. There's just not enough there. Um, I am starting tight end Jacob Tamme, who I've been kind of down on the last few weeks, but I think this is a better better matchup for him. And I am starting the defense and the kicker. Sorry to my ginger ninja Andy Dalton, but it's not going to be his week.
0: Well, I think he's going to rack up a lot of good stats. I just don't think he's going to be the winning he's just quarterback not getting the win. this team. I think but, that's yeah. the one he wants, though. Yeah, it's probably the one he's more important with, but uh, at least his hair is the same <laughs> color as Denver's uniforms, or at least their home he uniforms. well. So that
1: might help. He him. Might help him. Maybe he'll. The Maybe
0: they'll sign him as a quarterback when uh, Peyton eventually retires, for that Maybe. reason alone. So running back, uh, excuse me, quarterback. He might be a running back with Denver's defense after him, but quarterback Andy Dalton start him. Wide receivers AJ Green and Andrew Hawkins start. Tight end Jermaine Gresham start. Running back bench Jarvis Green Ellis is the flex option for me this week. Taker Mike Nugent's okay. And the other wide receivers, Armand Vins, Mohamed Sanu, Ben uh, Brandon Tate and Ryan Whalen, they should all be on your bench and don't start Cynthia's defense either because Peyton's gonna be racking up pinball numbers against them.
1: hmm Very true. All right, now Next let's actually game. talk about late games.
0: Now we can actually <laughs> talk about late games and and be correct in that assessment. So first late game up is Tampa Bay at Oakland. Tampa Bay has been a lot better the last few weeks. Uh, their their coach Greg Ciano is not making too many friends, especially at the end of games. But <laughs> I think I think this is another game where they're going to be um, on the giving end of the end game and kneel downs instead of the receiving end. So. We'll see if uh, the Raiders try to hurt their offense at the end of the game. But in the meantime, I think Tampa Bay wins this game pretty easily. I'll go Tampa Bay 31, Oakland 20.
1: Uh, I agree. I think Tampa Bay just has too much going for them right now, and I'm so excited about Doug Martin. Big week last week finally came through for me. Uh, I'm definitely starting Josh Freeman and Doug Martin this week. I'm starting wide receivers Vincent Jackson and Mike Williams. Just say no to Tyquan Underwood and his crazy, crazy hair. Um, I'm also not starting Dallas Clark, who I'm excited is back from the dead. Even, I mean, nothing. Nothing's more important on Halloween than coming back from the dead. But I don't like his matchup this week with Oakland. They're great against defending tight ends. Um, no defense, but yes to the kicker. I think Oakland has the potential to put some points up. I'm a little worried about that run game against Tampa Bay defense. So I would say sit them this week.
0: All right. For Oakland quarterback Carson Palmer should be started as same thing. Wide receivers Darius Hayward Bay and Denarius Moore start both of them. I bet that's the only professional team or even team anywhere that's ever had a starting wide receiver combination with uh, Darius and Denarius.
1: Yeah, actually, probably. All right.
0: And that in the quarter won't get you a cup of coffee or the subway or anything anymore. Running back, Definitely Darren not McFadden, right probable with a shoulder injury. He's a flex option for me this week. Tight end, Brandon Myers, flex option. Running back, Mike Goodson, probable with a toe injury. Keep him on the bench. Tywan Jones, probable with a knee injury. Keep him on the bench. Wide receivers, Rod Streeter and uh, Jerron Kreiner, don't start. Kicker Sebastian Janikowski, is questionable with a groin injury. Don't start. And by all means, for everything that's uh, good about the country, don't start the defense either.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're a little hyperbole
0: mixed in with your fantasy football.
1: There you go.
0: All right. So um, let's see. What, what's next? Oh, Minnesota. Seattle is next, and this should be oh, a relatively I'm competitive, in. low-scoring game. But I'll take Seattle to win this, twenty to seventeen.
1: Yeah, I just, this is not a place to find a ton of fantasy points, I don't think, uh, with a couple of exceptions. I think Minnesota probably comes out on top of this one, but this is not a game I'm excited about, as competitive as it may be. I think Christian Ponder is better as a second quarterback this week. I am still starting Adrian Peterson and Percy Harvin. Stay away from the other wide receivers. There's not going to be enough targets there to go around. Um, I'm avoiding tight end Kyle Rudolph this week, but I am starting the defense. Like you said, gonna be a low scoring game. Not the kicker. Again, not enough there for him.
0: Okay. For short Seattle. Minutes. For Seattle, I'm gonna start running back Marshawn Lynch. I wrote Marshawn Lynch on my paper so you know where my mind is. <laughs> He's probable with a back injury and start their defense. <laughs> Quarterback Russell Wilson, second quarterback option this week. Wide receiver Sidney Rice and Golden Tate are flex options. Tight end Zach Miller, a little better as lately, but still flex option at best. Running back Robert Turbin, keep him on the bench. Wide receivers uh, Doug Baldwin, and Ben Abamanu, and Braylon Edwards, keep them on the bench. Uh, Braylon Edwards is questionable with a knee injury. Doug Waldman, questionable with an ankle injury, and kicker Steven Auschka should also be on the bench. And did you hear the story this week about Braylon Edwards when he went in for his MRI and the security guard apparently oh, yeah. gave him a hard time for saying, I have you on my fantasy team. Why haven't you been doing anything when he's in the hospital for an like MRI? What?
1: Like, bro, what are you doing with your fantasy team that Braylon Edwards is making or breaking things for you? That's not good.
0: No, well, I think he just wanted to bust on him, most likely. But uh, my guess is that he didn't leave with an autograph. Maybe he got <laughs> his, his knuckles tattooed on his forehead, but uh, probably, <laughs> probably not. Uh, probably not an autograph or an invitation to go out drinking and driving with him anytime soon.
1: Probably not. He'll save that for his friends. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Pittsburgh and you'll be glad to know I finally finished preparing for the show about ten seconds ago. So
1: Pittsburgh. because oh, good. Good, 'cause we're yeah, coming down the home stretch.
0: <laughs> we are. I, I feel like the you know, the 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 person with the steamroller bearing down on them, but I, I'm gonna get it under the wire here. So Pittsburgh at the Giants, this pretty competitive game. Giants seem to be clicking on all cylinders, but in reality they blew a lot of opportunities against the Cowboys last week. And we're lucky to win that game, um, even as a Giants fan, I'd say that. And this week, I think their luck runs out at home. Pittsburgh, they have a three-headed Hydra monster at running back right now, but I still think they're going to muster up enough offense to win. I'll pick Pittsburgh 27, Giants 24
1: think it may be a little higher scoring than that. Um, I I do know that while the Giants did blow a lot of opportunities last week, the Cowboys did not blow any opportunities to break my heart once again. So I'm picking Pittsburgh to win this game. I'm hoping the Giants used up all their luck last week because Honestly, I just don't think I can stomach seeing something like that happen twice. I think they've
0: clinched the division already. I think Dallas's wild card, their magic numbers. I'm done. Is I'm done
1: listening to, to you. I'm going to talk about how Big Ben's going to throw for a ton of yards this week. Uh, kind of has to because his run game is really sketchy. Uh, Jonathan Dwyer seems to be the winner in the clubhouse right now just because he's marginally healthier than the others. Um, but again, that's kind of a situation you have to watch right up till game time. I feel like if one of them sneezes wrong, it's just it changes the whole scheme of things. Um, but if you have other running back options, it's best to go with those. I am starting wide receivers Antonio Brown and Mike Wallace, but none of the others. Absolutely starting tight end Heath Miller. I tell you this every week: no defense, no kicker. Like I said, I think it'll be relatively high scoring compared to some of the other games. So.
0: And for the Giants, it's amazing that I'm a fan, and yet here I am predicting pretty much every week that they're going to lay an egg, and thankfully so far uh, more that, weeks than not to be being...
1: working for them. So, Okay, so I'm going to <laughs>
0: predict a, giant vict- I mean, a defeat again this week, and the only option that looks really good to me on offense this week is tight end Martellus Bennett. Quarterback Eli Manning, second quarterback option for me, running back Maude Bradshaw. I would start him if he were healthy, but he's got that... Uh, Nagging um, chronic foot problem that has been listed is questionable, so he's a flex option for me at best this week. Wide receivers uh, Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nix are both flex options for me this week. Cruz is questionable with a cap injury. Uh, kicker Lawrence Tynes is okay, and the defense is okay this week. Running back David Martin, keep him on the bench. Um, wide receiver, um Dominic Hicks and Reuben Randall, Barton, Rams- keep all of those guys on the the bench this week,
1: okay, we got two games and seven minutes. Let's do this Dallas, okay. Atlanta. What are your? Right.
0: um, you know I'm gonna break your heart by predicting a Dallas win, yep. so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm
1: terrible, gonna do that. terrible for us and By the way, my side,
0: I, I my and um, David Wilson, not David Martin. I always confuse the, the running backs for the Giants. And it's the... all
1: right. Keep focusing on Dallas and Atlanta. We are running out of time.
0: Uh, we got plenty of time here. Two minute drill. Dallas um, twenty four, Atlanta twenty one. Atlanta loses the oh first game Oh my god! Of the Atlanta Atlanta the... is winning
1: this game. It's going to be sketchy. <laughs> it's just, I think it's higher scoring than that. But I'm I'm concerned. I have a lot. Do you think of it's going to be close, nope. or
0: you're predicting your Cowboys are going to get trashed?
1: I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close enough for them to do exactly what they did last week and almost win it late and then not, which they seems to be They couldn't play enough. that
0: badly again if they tried. They couldn't throw away a game like that That's again if they try. That's what
1: you tried. think. I've been a Cowboys fan for a long time. <laughs> um, Tony Romo, only a second quarterback option for me this week. Normally I like him far better as a fantasy quarterback than a real-life quarterback. Now I don't like him at all. Uh, that may change next week, but it's not a great defensive matchup. I like DeMarco Murray this week. I like Felix Jones as a flex option. Des Bryant and Miles Austin, I will say you can start both of them. Don't start Kevin Ogletree. The only person I'm really excited about starting is Jason Witten, or Jay Whitdog, as I like to call him. The only guy who had double-digit receptions last week, and he had 18. That's just ridiculous. He's not washed up.
0: That's more um, than a lot of teams had like last it. week. I think that's more than... Yeah, that's definitely yeah. more than some teams had last week.
1: Yeah. Jason Witten, just doing it all. Uh, don't start the defense. Don't start the kicker. Uh, this, it'll be an entertaining game. I don't know if I'll be real happy when it's done, but it'll be entertaining.
0: What's your prediction Let's for go. final score?
1: Um, I think it's more going to be like 35-32 Atlanta.
0: Okay. So, for at my time... Thing. Start running back Michael Turner, start tight end and Tony Gonzalez. And quarterback Matt Ryan, not that keen on him against the Cowboys pass defense, so he's the second quarterback option for me at best this week. Running back Jack Rogers, flex option. Wide receivers Julio Jones and Roddy White, flex options. Defense okay. Running back Jason Snelling, no. Wide receiver Harry Douglas, questionable with an ankle injury, no. And kicker Matt Bryant has a bad back, and even if he didn't, I would say no.
1: Okay. Monday night, the game for all the marbles, especially if you're a Michael Vick supporter.
0: Yes. This game, I I think I predicted last week that Philadelphia would beat Atlanta and was wrong about that. This week, I feel a little more confident in predicting that they'll beat New Orleans, just because New Orleans defense has been taking the whole season off. Apparently, they thought that the that they the suspension meant that they weren't allowed to play defense at all this season, or at least that's what it seems like on the field. I think New Orleans' offense will keep it close, but ultimately I think Philadelphia wins this. Philadelphia 31, New Orleans 24.
1: I think New Orleans wins this. I am really concerned about the Eagles right now. Um, this is Michael Vick's last chance. If he can't put points up against New Orleans, he's not going to against anybody. Uh, the problem is New Orleans... Is not great against pass, and the Eagles aren't great at their passing game right now. So I'm not sure how if this is going to be quite the shootout that I would have thought it was earlier this year. Um, I am still going to say start Michael Vick because this is your best chance to get fantasy points out of him against this defense. Start LaShawn McCoy. They have to get to him early and often. Um, I'm going to tell you to start Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin, but I think Macklin is the better pick this week. Uh, Jason Ivana like, is a flex option. Start tight end Brent Selick. Don't start the defense. Don't start the kicker.
0: For Philadelphia, if they if they manage to lose this game, I think they, they should, instead of starting Nick Foles, they should uh, have their GM fire their coach.
1: Well, I think that needs to happen, too, but I think both need to happen.
0: <laughs> or, or maybe both the coach and the GM should disappear since they're one the same for Philadelphia. But anyway... New Orleans' <laughs> start quarterback, Dwayne uh, Drew Brees. I don't know why I thought his name was Dwayne. Start quarterback, Drew Brees. Wide receivers, Marcus Colson and Wyatt more Tight end, Jimmy Graham seems to be healthy again, so start him. Wide receiver, Devery Henderson, flex option. Kicker, Garrett Hartley is okay. Running back to Pierre Thomas and Mark Ingram, no. And the defense is a no. Okay.
1: It's, it's going to be an interesting week. All right. For Sure.
0: You want to go back to the waiver wire since we still have a couple minutes?
1: Uh, We have about a minute, but, yeah, cram in what you can.
0: All right. Running back, I loved Daniel Thomas this week a lot, wide receiver. Um, He doesn't play this week, but you might want to consider picking up um, Clyde Gates of the Jets. Looks like he's established himself as their second Um, Wide receiver option, which isn't saying much. Tight end, Logan Paulson, still out there in most leagues. Tony Moliaki is also, seems like he's back now. And uh, defense, if you're going to pick one up, uh, Detroit's might be available. They're playing Jacksonville. You could probably uh, just stream defenses by whoever's playing Jacksonville that week and and do just fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think there are there are definitely some names out there that normally wouldn't be on the waiver wire, but because of injuries are, like Donald Brown in Indy, Danny Amendola in St. Louis, who's coming back this week. Um, and I definitely think that Dwayne Allen in Indy, the second tight end, is going to be a guy down the stretch you're going to want on your roster, so pick him up now. And I agree with you, Detroit, on defense. And if you can get Connor Barth, a kicker, go get him now gonna put up a gazillion points the rest of the way. Uh that is about all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We will be back again next week, Wednesday night from 930 to 10 30 p.m. Eastern time as we are every week. You can find us at fantasyfootballsherpa.com, on Facebook at the Fantasy for Football Sherpa fan page, uh on Twitter at the number four THN inches show. That's the number four THN inches show. Uh, our email address is the same handle, the number four T H N Inches Show at gmail.com, and you can also find us on our personal Twitter accounts. Scott is fantasy underscore sherpa, I am J K I M one six, and we are always available to answer your starter sit questions, especially come Sunday morning. Uh, feel free to let us know if you have questions, and come check us out next week. Try to stay safe and dry if you're in those hurricane areas like we are.
0: Yes, stay safe, everybody, and have a great week.